0: Let's just pray, get into this, let's hear about that the Holy Spirit has an identity. So, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you that you are continually with us, um, that you are continually speaking to us, that you have revelation uh, for us that will, will grow us and mature us. Lord, I thank you um, for what you're going to do today. I thank you uh, for um, for the way that you honor motherhood and and, um, and birth and to continue uh, uh, generation to generation. I thank you, Lord, that you gave us a helper that uh, gives all power and all authority. So we just thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, so I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit has an identity. Last week, if you weren't here, I talked about that uh, love is a person, and we know that because it says God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. That's in the word of God. If you don't believe me, go ahead, open your Bible. I dare you. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm trying to do a mom thing, like tell them not to do something. To do. Uh, dare them. But, so we know that love is not just a feeling, that, love is, that God is love. And then we talked about that truth is actually has an identity. Truth is a person. And truth is who? Jesus. It says, Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Okay? So we know that love is a person, that um, truth is a person. And so the Holy Spirit, you know, has an identity. It's not just this feeling. It's not just this just wind that just flows about and just feels good. No, 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 no. There's an identity in there. I'm going to be in John 14. If anybody uh, likes to follow along and highlight or whatever. But we know that the Holy Spirit, it's our helper. Helper means it's adding to. So in John 14, 26, it says, But the helper, who is the comforter, who is the advocate, who is the intercessor, who is the counselor, who is the strengthener, who is my standby. Come on. Right there with you. A standby is the Holy Spirit. Whom the Father sent in my name. So this is Jesus. He's telling you like, hey, there's somebody else here that's coming. Who's gonna, who the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. So he says he's going to teach you all things so there's nothing that you can't learn. And it says that he is going to help you remember everything that Jesus taught. Everything that Jesus did. So you don't have to be like, oh, I don't know about this. I didn't know that. He's like, he's coming so that every single thing, whether, guess what, maybe you weren't there when Jesus fed the 5,000, which most of us were not, right? All of us, I would hope. Um, (laughs) um, And, but he says you're going to have that wisdom. You're going to remember that. You're going to know what he did you're going to know that power and that authority that's pretty good so he said this is this is what i'm giving you jesus is coming sitting at my right hand i'm going to give you this that's a good deal that's a good deal so in in the holy spirit is it's it's that breath that carries all of these gifts the holy spirit is the gift giver it just, he deposits so many things. He gives you the gifts. He gives you the ability. He gives you, you know, that power, you know, of God. It's the Holy Spirit. You know, he is the promise that, that fulfills what Jesus did. He's the promise. Jesus said, I'm going to leave you with a helper. And he came in. He was the promise that Jesus like, I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. You know, when the disciples are watching, you know, Jesus go to the cross, they're probably thinking, well, you're leaving us. You're forsaking us. Where are you going to be tomorrow? You know, we've, we've left our lives, our families to follow you the last three years. And people are after us. kind of feels like you're leaving us you're forsaking us, right? But he said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to fulfill that promise. I said I was never going to leave you. I said I was never going to forsake you. So I'm sending you the helper, which is the Holy Spirit. Good deal. Good deal. So I'm going to go back in John 14. I'm going to start right in the first verse, because I think we got to kind of look at how this came about. And it says, do not let your heart be troubled or afraid or even cowardly. Believe confidently I like that. Believe confidently, right? Because we can believe, like, I think sometimes we get mixed up with belief belief and hope, and we're like, well, I hope Jesus comes back. I hope this happens. And he's like, no, 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 I want you to believe. You know what? Believe confidently that, you know, nothing's going to sway you from the truth. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going. And believe in me also, because this is Jesus talking. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would not have told you, because I am going there to prepare a place for you, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. I will come back again, and I will take you to myself, so that where I am, you may also be. That's a lot, right? Does anyone understand what I just said? He's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go prepare a place. I'm leaving you. I said I'm going to be with you, leaving you. I will come back again. I will take you to myself so that that where I am, you will also be. How is that? He's talking about the Holy Spirit there. I mean, I'm getting confused, and I know that. I couldn't imagine, like, the, the disciples are like, you guys, let's all nod. Like, that we, that we get what he's saying because I do not understand this. This has never, you guys don't understand. When they were dealing with this and Jesus saying this, this has never happened before. We're used to seeing people, you know, get saved, get filled with the Holy Spirit. We've seen that for, you know, generations. Here, they're like, okay, Jesus, so you're going but going to be with us. You're preparing, and then you're going to bring yourself to – that's a lot. Like, I would not understand – I mean, they had to be like, yay, everyone just clap and smile, right? I mean – it's Jesus, just whatever he's saying, had a little too much wine, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking at that moment, because I don't know, that's hard to understand. And so we go into verse four, and it says, and to the place where I am going, you already know the way. Thomas said to him, come on, Thomas, said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. (laughs) Thomas is like, the rest of them are like, oh, Jesus, yeah, good speech, and Thomas is like, Is anybody else, like, this is the emperor's new clothes here. What's going on? We have no idea what's happening. (laughs) Like, Thomas, I love him because you know what? He was real. And at least he had the courage to be like, I don't know what you're saying. Instead of just pretending. You ever, like, look at someone and they're talking to you and you're like, oh, my gosh, I was thinking about something else the whole time. I have no idea what they said. (laughs) And you're just like, I got to answer. And I'm like, like, they, yes or no? I don't know. So, but, so you got to give Thomas, like, he's, he, at least he's like, we do not know what you're saying, where we're going. We're just here, and everybody hates us. That's all we know right now. Okay? So then he goes, So how can we know the way? Come on, Jesus. Jesus said to him, I am the only way. I am the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you had really known me, oh, I don't know. If you had really known me, you would also have known my Father. From now on, you know him and have seen him. So he's saying, hey, if you've met me, you spend time with me, that means you spend time with the Father. He's making it pretty clear. He said it right out. I love Philip, too. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and then we'll be satisfied. (laughs) I mean, mean, that was probably like, did you not just hear what Jesus said? If you've met me, you've met the Father, Philip. Jesus, you know, if you would just show us the Father, then we will be satisfied. Jesus is like, whew, you got one too many knocks on the head, Philip. Come on, I just told you. (laughs) If you have met me, you've already met the Father. I mean, I just, I think face palm started right there. Jesus is just like, are you, he probably went to the Lord and was like, are you sure three years is long enough? Are you, they need a little more time. We just have Thomas being here, not understanding. We have Philip who doesn't listen to what I'm saying and then just is excited, you know. So Jesus, he didn't get mad. He said to him, have I been with you for so long a time and you do not know me yet, Philip, nor recognize clearly who I am? So he put the question back to him. So again, instead of yelling at him, he says, anyone who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? I'm telling you. Do you believe that I am in the father and the father is in me? The words I say to you do not say on my own initiative or authority, but on my Father's, abiding continually in me. Does his work, his attesting miracles, his acts of power. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe me because of the very works themselves which you have witnessed. He's saying, okay, I'm telling you over and over. If you've met me, you've met the Father. The Father's in me, I'm in the Father, we are one. But if you can't even understand that, can you believe that a natural man can't feed 5,000, can't turn water into wine, can't raise people from the dead? You've seen these works, so obviously you've seen the Father. So he goes in there and he's saying, hey, believe me that I'm in the Father, the Father's in me, um... So I assure you and most soundly say to you, anyone who believes in me as Savior, so this is when Jesus is saying, hey, this season, I'm not your rabbi. I'm trying to teach you that I'm coming into my season of becoming a Savior. So as you see me as Savior, we'll also do the things that I do. So he's saying, you're going to do the things that I'm doing, and he will, and you will do even greater things than these because I will extend an outreach, because when I go to the, I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name as a representative, and this I will do, so that the Father may be glorified and celebrated in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, you are as my representative, and I will do it. So if you really love me, you will keep and obey my commands. See, that's where we have to live, you know, according to God's word, when people are like, well, it's just love and grace that cover it. Jesus is like, no, 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 no. If you want to know my Father, you've got to know me, and which means then you're going to obey my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper. So now he's kind of breaking it down for them because they're not understanding it so he's like i'm just gonna give you a helper you know what help means you know someone that helps you that's what i'm gonna do this is what's gonna happen when i go i'm leaving somebody in my place with you so i give you another helper that comforter that advocate that intercessor the counselor they're gonna strengthen you they're gonna stand by you to be with you forever Jesus, is like i'm going but like i said i'm never gonna leave or forsake you I'm gonna be with you forever In the spirit of truth whom the word so we know the spirit of truth is who? So Jesus, whom the world cannot receive and take to heart because they do not see or know him. So he's saying, Hey, the world's not gonna understand what's going on inside of you. They're not they can't understand this concept. They're taking me to the cross. They cannot understand that I am I'm not going anywhere. So he said, but it does or, but you, so he's talking to them. You do know me, but you know him because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in with you, be in you. So Jesus is saying, it doesn't matter what um, everybody else is saying or thinking that you know I'm going to go, and then there'll be another prophet that raises up in my place or things like that. He's saying, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. My flesh is going to be with the Father. I'm leaving my spirit, which can be anywhere and everywhere, and it's going to be with you. Don't be, don't be discouraged because, guess what? They don't understand what's going on, but you, I'm trying. He's trying to break it down to them to get them to understand, right? He's saying, they don't understand it, but you can because you have the Holy Spirit. He's, go, he's like, I'm, you're going to have me, and then as soon as I go, I'm going to give you what? The Holy Spirit, you're not going to, I'm not going to leave you. So he says, we'll remain with you continually. Continually. That's, that's the peace. We have to understand, we don't, he's going to be with us all the time. Not just when Jesus is coming through our town or, or, you know, praying, you know, with them um, and things like that. He said, he's going to be with you continually. So the Holy Spirit leads us in truth because the Holy Spirit is totally com- committed to Jesus's mission. It doesn't change. It didn't go, you know, God's like, "Well, we're going to change how this works out now that Jesus is here. Now we're going to change what we're doing because Jesus went to the cross and and the Holy Spirit's come." The same mission is went from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You know what? God wants us to be restored to relationship with him. Right? The mission did not change from the garden It didn't change when Jesus came on the earth. It still was to restore our relationship and right standing to the Father. That's what we have to understand. So the Holy Spirit didn't come and do something different. He came and continually did what Jesus was already doing, He just made it available for all of us all the time. And He brought all these gifts, and the Holy Spirit made our relationship with God limitless. It's not like, oh, you have to go to the temple to hear from the Lord. Um, you don't have to do this or that. You don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to do all these things that you used to do all the time. Now the Holy Spirit's like, now it's limitless. You have access because, you know what, he said, you, God sees you through the blood, and so now you have this limitless access to God. That's good. You know? And then, but do you guys understand, the Holy Spirit has a personality. The Holy Spirit has a personality. You know, he has every quality of a personality. That means he has emotions, he has intellect, he has a will. We see that in God's word. We see, you know, the Holy Spirit says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. There's an emotion. Objects, ideas cannot have emotions. You know, it says that the Holy Spirit gives wisdom. There's some intellect right there. And will, you know, he knows, he wills, he loves, he feels affection, he feels empathy and and compassion. He thinks, he hears, and he speaks. That's good, right? That's why we know it's not just a feeling that we have. The Holy Spirit is not just a feeling what we have or an idea. Just like we talked about truth and love are not just feelings or ideas. Holy Spirit is a person, you know, he speaks to us a lot. I mean, like I said, a lot of times we're sitting there, we're not listening. We're just like, hmm, la, la, la. But it doesn't mean he stops speaking. He does not stop speaking because we're not listening. He just keeps going. You know what? Throw out that seed and hope some of it lands on some good ground. Not going to worry about every little. I planted grass on couple days ago, and it was windy. You know what happens when you throw a grass seed out and it's windy? It goes everywhere. I didn't run around my yard with tweezers picking up li- every little piece of grass seed that blew, right? I was like, let it go. I'm going to focus on this area. That's the way it is. You know, the Holy Spirit, he's going to keep speaking. He's not going to be like, well, that word didn't come back, so I got to quit speaking to that person. Well, they didn't listen, so I'm not going to do that anymore. No, no, no. He just He's continually speaking to us. So, because it's, it's not our, our, our soul that really needs to be enlightened. Our spirit gets enlightened by, by the Word of God, by the Holy Spirit. So if we are willing to obey Jesus, then we need to be willing to obey the Holy Spirit. I mean, if Jesus was in front of us, like when we were with the disciples, if he said something, you probably did it, right? (laughs) If he's standing right here, you probably do it. But how many of us don't do something because the Holy Spirit is not being able, you can't see it with your, your physical eyes? So when we have the Holy Spirit, we have to understand that we have the truth, and what we knew in our natural mind, through our intellect, now we can, um, we can know through our spirit. Things that before you'd have to be taught, you, you know, it, it, it's amazing what the Holy Spirit can do. It's like, how did I have wisdom on this situation? I didn't have any training, any understanding, and I can do it. How am I hearing these things for my life and it's working, <laughs> you know? I didn't do any of this study. I remember as my kids were growing, um, you know, they're both very, very good students and, and things like that, and, and they knew that. And people used to always ask me, well, what are you doing? Like, how are you training them? What are you teaching them? And I said, I don't do any of that. I don't even make them do homework. It's dumb. <laughs> Teachers really love that. And I said, I let my children play, and I raise them up in the things of God, and that is the reason that they are smart, because they get their wisdom from the Lord. And he just keeps adding to it. He keeps giving them that desire. I mean, I just, I look at that, and I thought, your wisdom came through play, because God gave us our children, you know. I don't know if any of you guys have watched The Chosen where like Jesus has and the kids come and they're all playing and doing things and he's just spending time with them. I thought that's exactly it because as we play, you know, we learn how to do life, right? We experience, we, we try things and, and we see things and I thought that is exactly, we just need to spend time and reciprocate, as the Holy Spirit speaks to us, we begin to receive it. We we don't have to go and sit down and be like, I gotta read. You know, I gotta read the whole Bible in three months. And 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 the Holy Spirit's like, you know, if you're doing it to to gain notoriety, notori- notori- not- I can't, notoriety. I can't. I don't know. Lord, yep. He's like, don't be trying to be too smart on your own. That's what he says. To If you're trying to do that without the Holy Spirit, like I said before, we can be the smartest person in the room and make the dumbest choices because without the Holy Spirit, without truth, it doesn't matter. But when we begin to have that, and we and we begin to have the truth in us, and, and we grow spiritually, we begin to it begins to fill up and it begins to flow out of our lives right so then you're able to you know give wise counsel to other people and they're like how did you do this you're like oh this is how I mean like it says your children rise up and call you blessed my kids being able to you know do their work and 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 have that brought people in and they begin to ask Guess what? I didn't have to run and be like, you know, it's because I raised my children in the Lord and you need to too. They came to me and said, what are you doing? Because this is amazing. I say, we serve the Lord. You came to me, too bad you don't like it. Make them come to you and they want something so badly and then you get to offer them Jesus. How good is that? Instead of being like, you better take Jesus right now because your family's messed up. If their family is messed up, they already know it. They just don't want, their pride will keep them because the enemy tells you, don't let anyone know. <laughs> don't let anyone know. Get to the, he wants to get you to the breaking point where it destroys your whole family. Guess what? There are Our family's got some messed up things, and then we, you know what we do? When the enemy comes and he's like, ha ha, you're messed up. I'm like, yeah, God gave me all wisdom and knowledge and understanding, and I can clean this mess up. Get out of here. And he tucks his tail, and he goes running. We don't have to be scared of him and be like, you know, just like I told you I stole. I broke one of the Ten Commandments. (laughs) You know what? I don't have to be scared because, you know what, there's people in here that did the same thing. Maybe not the flowers, but you've stole, you've done, you've broken a commandment, and I'm telling you that it doesn't, grace covers that. And you know what? Hiding that does nothing. Releasing that and saying, oh, God did that for her. He can do that for me. See how when the enemy comes to try to bring shame, God's like, we don't deal in shame he doesn't deal in shame. If you're feeling that, you need to be like, oh, that's from the enemy. Get up on out of here right now. You don't get no authority. Whew, that was, oh, that was just... Uh, inside, that's... I'm, I'm doing it on the outside. I'm doing it on the inside. Oh, it's exciting, because I feel like God just said, run that race there. Run. You know, you ever hear it like, when you're just hearing the word of God in that moment, and God just, I was, he's like, run that race there. I'm like, I'm running, Lord. I know I'm slow, but I'm still going. And also, I run ugly, so if you ever just need a laugh, call me over. Tell me to run. It's funny. Um, you want to see someone run pretty. Sierra runs so pretty. She's like, it's like the million dollar, she's like smooth. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty. And then I try to run, and God's like, mm, stick, you know, that, mm, maybe not today, Sarah. <laughs> no, he. I'm just joking. I run my own way in private where nobody sees me. Okay, I lied. I don't run. <laughs> Do I look like I run? <laughs> I'm not built for that. I am built for laughter. I am built for strength. You know what? I moved like two yards of rocks and dirt and all these on my, two yards of each. I lift things up, I don't care. I'm like tearing everything apart. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna tear this out. Matt comes home, he's like, oh, okay. Well, things are missing. It's okay, I'll put them back. Um, You know, I have different strengths. Not everyone's a runner. Some of you guys that are runners, it's good. You won't be the slowest ones. (laughs) <laughs> you know, if you, you're going to try to run away with something, you know, if you want to run in the woods, Sierra, invite me, because you're not going to get eaten by a bobcat or anything. <laughs> Be me. Uh, so know the company you keep. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Um, <laughs> isn't it just so fun to just, you know, I just think when, when God, I don't know if you guys experience this, but when the Holy Spirit's speaking to me, it's, like, always fun, Like, he's just like, remember this? Say this. Oh, this is good. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It's, he's so, we don't have to just toil until we go to heaven. So, you know, we know that Jesus paid the price so we can experience the fullness of these gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, the helps, the power to walk and live and express, you know, the fullness of our destiny. How many of you guys want to live in the fullness of your destiny? Not just skate by and be like, well, it's just just enough. I like a lot of, you know, I like a lot. Like when you were talking about camping, I was like, yeah, like tents, that's not a lot. I want a cabin. I want running water. I want heat. You know, I want good meals. I don't want to be super dirty all the time. Like some of you might just want that tent. Now I'm not judging you tenters a little bit. But, um... <laughs> You know, I want a lot. We want, we want to have our destiny not just be just enough. I don't want my kids just to like me. I want it to be where it's like, I don't need to call my kids and be like, oh, will you come see me? Oh, I miss you. I don't want it to be like that. I don't want to have to, you know, have these guilt trips. I want it to be where my kids are. I'm like, can you go home so I can go to bed? Can you get out of my bed? You are 19 years old. Don't need to sleep with your mom anymore. I think that was a word for somebody in this room but you know she's getting married and guess what she's starting to do you guys Mm, this is so good for me Um, she goes to Levi and she says hey I want to go to bed come tuck me in you have to do the routine of tucka 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 make sure there's not a speck of dust in there and then you have to give a hundred kisses you know I thought when I was a new mom I thought it was great to do this hundred kiss thing where I kiss her hundred times, like a legit hundred times, it is starting to backfire. Like, (laughs) you know, they're like, oh, we got a kiss. You know, I'm like sound asleep. They wake me up like, you did not give me a kiss. You did not say bye. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what did I create? (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) But we want, we want that fullness, don't we? And I don't mind. You can come in there and watch. I mean, we just watch movies and Matt has to lay on the end of the bed. <laughs> dad's kind of, you know what, when you have girls, you sacrifice a lot. You know, they're like, they're like, oh, your spot looks really comfy. Your pillows look really nice. And then as soon as we get all comfortable and then you hear, dad, can I have some water? Can you give me a snack? So dads, we understand. It's mom's day, though. It's mom's day. We'll understand in June. Um. <laughs> You'll get the whole bed to yourself. We'll give you water and snacks, and we won't even come in there. I can't stop lying. I know that's not going <laughs> to happen. If you've got daughters, that is not going to happen, especially if you raise them kingdom because we know we're royalty, Right? And, and, you've, and you have raised us up in the thing of the Lord. We know that we have value. We know that we are loved. We know that we can have access to you, just like the Father gives us access. You know, when we raise our kids' kingdom, we know they can come to us with anything, right? And, and we're like, we love it. You know? I'm like, and I remember Layla, another, I'm just really on you guys. Just, you guys sat in the front row. What are you doing? Um, but I remember she was sitting on my lap when she was like, I don't know, I was like 12 or 13, and she turns to me and she goes, to my head, and she goes, when I'm a mom, I'm going to put my baby on my lap like this, and then we're all going to sit on your lap. (laughs) I thought she was going to say, like, a nice memory, like, I'm going to sit on my, my child's going to sit on my lap. She's like, I'm going to hold my child, and then you're going to hold us (laughs) both. And I thought, okay, that might be, maybe not in public. Um, they don't care they don't care do they because you know why because they know who they are in christ you know why because we chose to pick up what god has and and you know what you're doing the same thing you guys are having some of these same experience you probably you're laughing because you're like yeah my kids do that too i went through this because we know the holy spirit so you know when we acknowledge and confess jesus you know our sins um and accept jesus he said great immediately he gives us the Holy Spirit, that free gift. He doesn't wait. You know, there, he gives us that free gift of, you know, we now have the greatest counselor. We have someone praying for us, you know, interceding on our behalf. You know, when we sin, he stops with the blood and he says, oh, no, 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 no. Death won't come to this house. He's our comforter when we're sad. He gives us strength when we have to go into hard things. He helps us, you know, and once he's abiding in us, it's continual. We don't lose him. We don't leave him in the car. You know, there's no penance to be paid. It's not like, well, when you make this amount and you're giving this to the church, then the Holy Spirit comes in. For 19.95 a week, you can have the Holy Spirit with you. That's not how it works. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's free service. <laughs> That's right. You know, we don't have to pay for that service. It doesn't matter. Your, your social status has no authority. Isn't that good, too? It's not like, well, you know kind of a loner so the holy spirit he likes to be in crowds it's not like that it's not like that he is a free gift jesus gave so we can live our destinies out which is which our destiny is to have relationship with god to have relationship with god second to have relationship with each other we are the body of christ guess what bodies kind of work the best when they're working together when they love all the parts I don't, I, sometimes I think about when I hear stories and I'm like, oh, it would be really hard. Lord, thank you that I have eyes to see. Thank you that I have both my hands when I see people who, you know, have had disabilities or struggles. Thank you that, you know, if I wanted to run, I could. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I thought, that's the way it is with the body too. He doesn't just want to return us to him and be like, all I want is just me and God. He said, no, I want you to have relationship with me And I want you to have relationship with each other. Ha ha, you got to have friends. (laughs) If you in the kingdom, you're my friend, even if you don't acknowledge me. Too bad. We're in the same body, can't get away from me. I'm probably the hand going like this. Wait for me, wait for me. Chasing you down. That's how I used to get friends. I used to just go up to people, remember that? And I would say, you're going to be my friend. And they were like, this is a crazy lady. It works. Try it. I think I did that to you, too. I was like, you're going to be my friend. Just choose them. You, 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 you. Friends. You guys, you're on a waiting list. No. <laughs> no he do- God doesn't do waiting lists. I'm joking. Joking. Let's just finish this up. So he wants us to live our destinies, which is to have relationship with him, have relationship with people, And what? Preach the gospel so those who do not yet know him will come into the kingdom. Come on. That's super simple. So we get to have friends, we get to have people that love us, and we get to speak about the one who loves us. That is it. That's a pretty good deal. We got a really good end of the deal. So we need to realize that. When he gave the Holy Spirit, he's like, that's all I'm asking for you to do. Love and be loved. That's it. That's all you got to do. So let's pray.